going on, man? What's up, Ray? Nothing much, man. Chilling, chilling. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Good, good. Well, you had a long day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, man, welcome to the Herfador, man. You know, we're going to, well, I'm going to smoke and sip, uh, but we're going to fellowship. So, <laughs> so, man, I'm about to lay flame to this cigar. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your name and uh, your IG name and where you're located. Uh, DJ Silk, uh, out of Missouri City, Texas. Originally from uh, Detroit by way of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, IG is yo.dj.silk. That's what's up, man. That is what's up. So, so you don't smoke cigars, right? So, I've been wanting to get into cigars. I just didn't know where to start. And last time me and you talked at uh, Legacy, you put me on the, uh, I think it was Emperor's Cut. Yeah, yeah. So the next time I went, uh, I asked them for an Emperor's Cut, and they didn't have any. So I, uh, they ended up giving me something else. And I can't, I think it was called Definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had a, I had a Definition last time I, I went up to uh, to Legacy. Yeah, those are good, too. I really like those. Really like them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it wasn't bad. Which one did you get? Man, I don't know. I'm still learning cigar culture, man. I, I'm not familiar yeah. with it at all. It's all right. You get there. You, yeah. The biggest thing is to take that first step and jumping on in there. You know? Other than that, you'll be all right. You'll get in there. So, so how long have you been DJ? Uh, officially since March of uh, this year. Since March of this year, officially, what's that mean? My first paid gig was March. Uh, I mean, unofficially, probably a year. September last year is where I kind of, mm -hmm. I guess you could say I got my start. I was at a, um, I was at a, a kickback. Uh, at a friend's house, and uh, she had a coworker who DJed, and so he brought his equipment, um, and uh, everybody was getting on his equipment. You know, it was just a house party, so it was nothing, you know, just super official. So right. Letting everybody get up there, and then I look at my wife, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get up there, right? Now, <laughs> I have, I, I'm a big music dude as far as just listening to music. Um, I've dabbled in like beat making as like a hobby so i'm you know i'm kind of uh i don't know how to describe it but like i, I love music so that's, that's a good enough description right there you love music yeah. that's good enough yeah yeah so and even as a kid I, always, I wanted to be a dj as a kid but of course you know my mom we couldn't afford the equipment all that so right it's it's, it's expensive now and it was expensive back then but uh, so I get up there at about eleven o'clock. He shows me a couple uh, a couple of things on the on his board. Uh -huh. I played around with virtual DJ before, just on my computer, just messing around with music. But I've never touched an actual controller. Right. So he showed me a couple of things to do uh, on my controller, on his controller, and uh, then after that, it was just it was it was a go. So I'm playing music, and I went from like 11 to like 4 a.m. Just record just after record after record. First time, just he was in his own. First time, yeah. Shout out to my boy TJ the DJ, man. He, he the one that, that kind of gave me that itch. And afterwards, he was like, man, you never DJ before? I'm like, nah, never. He's like, you ain't never touched nothing. I was like, no, man. He's like, bro, you, you got something, man. Like, you need to buy some equipment, and you need to get after it. So, um, you know, this is in the middle of the pandemic. So my wife, you know, we get a, we get a stimulus check. She was like, hey, we don't need to use this for anything. Why don't we just get the equipment? So we buy some equipment. Now, TJ told me from the jump, he said, if you're going to do it, don't buy no cheap shit. Get what you're going to get. <laughs> but me, I'm, I'm an overthinker. I'm like, well, maybe I don't necessarily think I'm going to do this for real. Mm -hmm. So I buy I buy the little $200 controller and then I buy some bullshit speakers for like 300 bucks. 
and uh, I'm practicing in my house with it. So in my right. house, it sounds great. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> so I'm like, man, let me take it outside one time. So I, uh, there was a basketball league going on. Well, I did a, I did a little house party for somebody, and mm-hmm. uh, that was cool. And then um, I catch COVID mm-hmm. in December. And during that time, I'm, in, I'm locked in my man cave for like two weeks straight. And uh, I'm just on YouTube. I'm practicing. Like, I'm, it was me and my DJ equipment for two weeks straight. All day YouTube night. University. YouTube, man. And, like, when I came out, like, I was, I was comfortable. You know what I'm saying? As far right, as right, right. And transitions and, you know, beat matching and all of the things that, come, that go along with it. Um, I got comfortable during that time. So I learned a lot during that. And then when I came out, uh, a buddy of mine, they do a basketball league. And I was like, man, let me, let me, let me DJ y'all basketball league. He's like, yeah, come on, man. I can't pay you, but come on. I was like, I don't want no way. I just want to get some reps in. Yeah. So I took my little bullshit $300 speakers to the gym. And that's when I realized, damn, I need some new speakers like this. That's what what he was talking about. (laughs) They were clipping. It was, oh, man, the sound was so bad, man. And I was like, nah, I can't sound like this. So uh, my partner TJ, man, he told me, he's like, bro, you need to get some QSC. So I went out. uh, Thank God there's a website where you can purchase and kind of pay as you play. Yeah, yeah. I I went out and bought these expensive-ass speakers and, you know, just pay on them as as the months go by. But, man, that that, that was some of the best advice he ever gave me. He said, man, the one thing that you need as a DJ is your sound. If your sound ain't right, it don't matter how good you are, you need sound. So, I've just been building my sound ever since. So, So, so from from then to when we first met you was how long at Legacy? When did we meet? When did I start at Legacy? I don't know. It was like, because it was around the time Legacy first opened. Right. I weren't there too far after that. I'm trying to remember what. Like, I think, I think the, the, was it the second week that they were open? We went? Something like that. Yeah. It was the second week. So how long between you starting and then was that? Maybe, maybe six months. Wow. Maybe six months. Dude, like, I I told you the last time I talked to you, man, you, the way you command the room is like, it's like you've been doing it forever. Like, that's, that's that's not talk. I really don't know, like, I mean, the, the the advice that I got from every DJ, because uh, my partner TJ, he took me around, you know what I'm saying, when I first started out to, like, different little spots, holding the walls, clubs, just kind of politicking with different DJs. He was DJing out on the north side of the spot. I met DJ Big Daddy. He gave me some good advice. Like, all, the, and that's what's crazy. All of the DJs that I met were all, like, they showed love, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. it wasn't, like, a, a situation where they were, like, guarding a spot or anything like that. Like, it was... Right. They, they, they'll let me get up and spin. Um, They'll tell me things. Like, they just different little tidbits of advice. So, I took all of that in and just kind of put my own personality into it, my own little spin on it, and it's been working out. Yeah, man. It, it has been working. Man, I'm telling you, that. that... You, you, dare I say, you's probably going for it, cause it's like you're a natural. I mean, you say six months, and it's like you've been doing it forever. You know what I, I mean? That, that was it. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you good, man. So, so let me ask you this: Where the name Stilt comes from? Man, it came from playing basketball in the Fundy. So when I when I moved down here in two thousand nine, um. My my college teammate, my best friend, Jason, he uh he told me to come down and play ball or whatever. So I play ball. Uh, he, I get on at the Fundy, playing in the Pro-Am, and I don't know. I guess they said that I play smooth, and they just started calling me <laughs> Silk. So, like, before I even started DJ, everybody around the city know me as Silk. Mm-hmm. And when I, started, uh, when I started DJing, I was trying to think of a name, and I'm like – DJ Silk, like it just—they already know Silk. 
just goes. And it kind of goes with how I like to to DJ. Like, I like everything to be smooth. And like, yeah. yeah. I, that's what I thought you were going to say. That's what I yeah. thought you were going to say. Cause, cause... It, came, it came from hooping. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it runs right into the DJ. That's, yeah. man. I, I, you, you real good. So, YouTube is where you learn to DJ. Basically, yes, that's that's where I learned the, I guess the fundamentals of like right. DJing music, because it's not just a, you know, you push this button and then you go to this song and then you go to that song. Like, how do mm -hmm. I get from this song, which is ninety five beats per minute, to this song over here that's like eighty two, and this song is hip hop and this song is R and B? How do I get there? So then that's where I, you know, just kind of watched other DJs who had these tutorials on YouTube. And then I just, yeah, and then just being out, you just listen to, to other DJs. That's that's my favorite thing to do is just, like, go listen to other DJs and see, like, see how see kind of what their style is and how they get from one place to the next and, you know, how they move from set to set. Or even if they have sets, they may be playing, you know, just random songs and just go. Right, around. right. How do they put things together? I like uh, studying that. And I, I was that way uh, when I played basketball. Like, I, I would watch my favorite players. Like, uh, Kobe was my favorite. And I would just sit and watch him and, you know, look at how he moved on the court and, like, what his body did and how he made separate. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, I just – whatever I'm into, I try to study it because I don't, I don't want to be trash. That's <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you definitely don't want to call yourself a DJ and you just be trash. Right. Because a DJ, man, a DJ will make or break a spot. Yeah, and definitely. Your part. Like, if the DJ is bad, people don't want to come back. People going to leave. Nobody's buying drinks. Like, that's one thing. Right. And, and it's, such a, it's such a high to, like, control the situation. Like, I control the mood of everybody in that spot. Yeah. And what I had to learn yeah. is you can't please everybody. And that's 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 where I'm at now. Because now I'll, I'll be spinning and somebody will come up with a random request. And, you know, I'll tell them, like, all right, I'll try to get to it. But – and maybe I don't. And then they'll come to me at the end of the night and be like, man, you didn't even play my song. I'm like, hey, but you danced all night. So what you – Right, doing? right. <laughs> you didn't think about it until just now. <laughs> it was over. Like, right, right. Know. And I, I mean, I've, I've never – well – I, I I tried to be a DJ one time when I used to stay in. The, I was in the house, get drunk by myself, and had virtual DJ on my laptop and my 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 catalog of thirty songs or something. I'm trying to, yeah. <laughs> it is I can't do it. So I don't know how how I don't know how do you flow from from song to song? Like how do you pick what song is going to be next? Man, I know I know that's not on the questions I sent you, but I just want to know. Yeah, nah, I mean, sometimes, like, when I first started out, I would just go with what's in the range of beats. So it may be a song that's, like, 85 BPM. I'm going to hang around 85 BPM. Like, that's how mm -hmm. I used to pick songs. Like, okay, I'm going to just keep the vibe of whatever's going on now. Now it's to the point where it's, like, all right, I'm in – now I'm thinking more, like, sets. Now I'm thinking more, okay, let me start off with some uh, some Afrobeat. And then, all right, we in Afrobeat land now. So I'm playing this, I'm playing that, I'm playing this, I'm playing that. And then the challenge is, how do I get out of it? Right. How do I get out of Afrobeat and reggae? What can I do? And then it's just, like, wherever you want to go, like, you can you can blend – uh, one of my favorite things to do is to blend two things that don't match. Hmm. So, uh, I, I, faces, I heard that uh, you did it at Legacy the yeah, night you were there. Yeah. Go, for me, I don't want to go too far away from the vibe of what's playing to what I want to transition into. So, mm -hmm. I'll go from like I went from there was uh, I was at Faces uh, two weeks ago. And I was just getting ready to get into – it was probably like 1.15, 1.30. Club closed at 2, so I'm getting ready to slow it down. I'm about to play Lead the Door Open. 
But somebody tapped me and was like, yo, it's my girl's birthday. She want to hear that DJ Khaled and Lil Baby. And I was like, ah, man, I want to get out of here, but all right, I got you. So I put that on. And then I just happened to notice that, oh, these are the same beats per minute. Uh, the, the Khaled song was 75. I think Lead the Door Open is like 74 and something. So I just synced it up. Uh, as I was playing that, I just played the intro to Lead the Door Open on top of the little baby song, and it worked. And I just like that wasn't planned. It wasn't. It was just real time. Like, and it worked out. So, but I think having a knowledge of you, uh, you got to have a knowledge of music too. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. order to know, like, okay, this this sounds like this on some level, it won't disrupt what's going on in the crowd. Right. That's why, I, I, like, I try to transition with is with minimal disruption, and sometimes you just gotta just cut a song off. And <laughs> off. But when you do that, that next song better be a banger. Otherwise, everybody gonna be looking at you like, that. "Yeah, what, what are you doing?" Yeah, I go for the alpha man. <laughs> so, how long did it take you until you felt that? From when you started to when you got comfortable, how long was that 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 gap? Man, honestly, I never got to a place where I was comfortable when I started. It was just a thing of, man, just do it mm -hmm. and see what happens. Like, and the way that my brain works, I'm, I'm a perfectionist when it's something that I really want to do. So then I'll, I'll hold myself back at times overthinking, right? Right, right. Perfect example. Perfect example. Faces had an open casting call because they were just about to open on uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, this past year. Uh -huh. My wife sees it on Instagram. I see it on Instagram, but I'm new. I'm uh, my, like Memorial Day's in May. I just started in March. So I'm like, man, ain't no way. No way I get picked to be one of the DJs at Faces. On Almeda, right across from 5050, like one of the popping areas yeah. of Houston nightlife. So my wife, she's like, man, just go. Like, <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? Just go. So I'm like, all right, I go. I remember the uh, the casting call was on a Monday. So Monday get around. Now I'm, I'm talking myself out of it again. I'm in my own head. Like, man, ain't no way. Like, I, I'll be wasting my time. And I was tired. All of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting off of work from teaching, all of that. So she comes home. She like, what you still doing on the couch? I was like, man, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> she was like, hey, get your stuff and go. Like that. What's the worst that can happen is they say no. And I was like, you know what, you're right. So I grab my board and I go down to faces. Now, mind you, I didn't know that we didn't have to play that day. It was more so just kind of an interview situation where they just uh, to, you know, because they were they were hiring for every position, bartenders, bar bags, waiters, waitresses, everything. So I go, I talk to uh, one of the owners, and uh, you know, just had a nice little conversation, just the expectations of the club and what type of crowd they wanted and all of that. So I'm so there, I was kind of fishing for information. Right. I'm like, she's gonna tell me what I need to know if I talk to her long enough. So, you know, she tells me the vibe of the club. She's like, you know, 35 and up, grown and sexy, blah, blah, blah. This is how we want it. I was like, all right, cool. And that's right up my alley. Like, I love playing, like, R&B, Neo Soul, with a little hip-hop here and there. So they called back for, uh, for, the sec for, the, uh, for the second interview. Now, the second interview, I had to actually play. Mm -hmm. It was like a parallel 20-minute set, 15-minute set. And you know we'll we'll go from there. So I get there second. I forget who the DJ was before me. He goes first. He starts. Well, he starts off asking like, "Well, what y'all want? What what kind of music y'all want?" And the other the the main owner, uh, the owner who I didn't know was the owner at the time was sitting next to me. I didn't know who he was. And he was just like, "Hey man, just you know, just do what you do." And we'll see from there. But then he told me, you know, he kind of told him, like, you know, we are, we are older crowd. I want an older crowd, grown and sexy type. So in my mind, I'm thinking, yo, I already got my set prepared for exactly what he said because I had asked those questions in the first interview. Right. And um, so then he goes, 
Uh, he starts off with rap, and I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but he was a dope DJ. Like, he was cold. Yeah. So then I go, and I play, and I, I forgot what I started off with. And then, you know, I, I did a couple things that I had practiced in my in my uh, man cave. Just uh, just in, during that time that I was in COVID, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. in quarantine, and then I just brought it there. Now, mind you, I had got a lot better since then, because this is now what April, somewhere around there, and uh, I play, and then I end on a song, and I echo out, and then I accidentally push the play button again, and then somehow I push the echo out button again on beat. And it, it just it worked out so close. And then the same dude stands up and he says, man, that boy good. And I'm like, oh, stop. So I'm telling homegirl, I was like, hey, make sure you write that down in your notes. So fast forward, they call me back. And uh, come to find out, the dude that stood up and said that boy good is the owner of the club. And I didn't even know. Sitting right next to you. Sitting right next to me the whole time. So yeah, so then I um then I'm waiting around to see if I, you know, get picked to be one of the DJs and then I get a text message with the, the schedule of Memorial Day weekend and then the schedule that will be the regular schedule after. First thing I notice is that I got I got hired to do Saturday nights ten to two. And I was like, Whoa, hold up. Saturday ten to two, that's like prime time, like Yeah. So then I get so then I'm like, Well maybe I am all right. <laughs> and then I realized that the Labor Day, the Memorial Day weekend schedule, I was closing every night from Thursday to Saturday. Mm. He, li he liked that echo thing. I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> A natural. I was like, man, like, I was like, wow, this thing picked up pretty quick. Yeah, when, it, when it's meant for you, it does. It's yeah, meant for you, man. Since my first gig in March, I got booked to do a a, a repass. A girl's brother had passed, and he was he was young, and they had a repass, and it was like a block party situation. Mm. Now, mind you, I still had them same BS speakers that I told you about. <laughs> but shout out to my boy TJ the DJ man. That man came through and blessed me with his sound that he had. Man, he had the subs out there. He had his QSC set up, and we and we both DJ that. DJ that block party together, man. It was live. It was That's live. Man. That's nice. That's good, man. Yeah, That's man. real so, good. Like I say, man, I, I had a I had, you know, people just show love from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Just good, genuine people who, you know, are in the business and they just they mess with me, man. So I think just I think when you're a genuine person, people can see that and they and you know, you just get around more genuine people and that's just how it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, there is a question for you. Uh, oh. My wife, my wife asked, "How does it make you feel when you see everyone dancing and having a good time to your DJ skills?" Man, it's a high. <laughs> it's, like, it's a drug, man. I promise, it's a drug. Like I be up there, like just in awe. Like, man, I'm really doing this. Yeah, like this is me. Like nobody else is making this happen but me. Yeah, the, the the liquor probably enhanced it a little bit. But man, it's all you. It's all me, man. It's all me. Like when I when I start playing like those sing along songs and every woman in the crowd is singing, I'm just like, wow, man, it's a high. Yeah, it's I high. can imagine. I can imagine. I I, I can't be no DJ, but I, I imagine because I be when I used to uh, pretend like I was a DJ, I'd be forgetting. <laughs> We forget you. Don't know next song. Come on, I'm like, yeah, what the hell happened? Oh, I gotta play the song. <laughs> but yeah, that ain't that ain't for me. That ain't for me. Um. So why why do you enjoy DJ? Man, you get to uh, for one, you get to like manipulate music, and I've always been into that. Like from whether it be um, teaching myself how to sample songs and turn it into a, a new beat. Or uh, just taking, now with DJing, taking, you know, a acapella, an R&B acapella and putting it over a hip-hop beat. Or, you know, 
it's a it's a thing that I do where I play Brandy's I Want to Be Down with no no music, just a uh, acapella. Then I'll drop it. Then I'll drop like the 16 bar intro of Damage or anything. You know what I'm saying? And like to see people's reaction to it. And you know what I mean? Like that, it, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Now my wife in here trying to crack jokes. So what if I was only playing Buster Rhymes? That's fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was in that house by myself, drunk. <laughs> Leave me be. <laughs> hey, honestly, that's the only time I get to hear what I want to hear is when I'm playing at home. Because cause you got to make you got to make sure the crowd is doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you so you DJ at the house too? Well, not as much anymore, just because you know life is back to kind of normal. Mm -hmm. I had that downtime that I used to have. Where I could just go in my man cave and turn everything on and just jam out. But uh, I try to find times to practice. A lot of, um, like, when I do private gigs, you know, I'll be able to try some stuff there. Uh, when I'm at Legacy, I'll try some stuff there. Like, and, but then I, the problem is I forget what I did. Because <laughs> 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 I forget quick, man. Because I... I did something at Legacy, man, and it was another DJ there. And uh, man, he turned around from the bar and was like, "Yo, I do not remember what I did that night." <laughs> See, probably sitting up trying to figure it out. I did. I think I spun that. I don't yeah, remember. I, <laughs> yeah, but now you got to write that stuff down. Yeah, yeah. Legacy is a um, it's a cigar lounge in uh, what is it Stafford, Missouri City? Yeah, right there in Stafford. It used to be yeah. it used to be Humidor, right there off of uh, ninety. Yeah. So what what were some of the biggest obstacles for you in getting started? Um, confidence was one of them, just because you know you overthink and you know I and I've been out in Houston, you know what I'm saying, and you you. It's intimidating to, to go to a spot and hear a DJ do something and you like, dang. Like, can I do that? Like, am I am I capable of doing that? Like, or, you know, but then I just take it as a challenge, like, you know, just practice. Right. And then right. uh, you know, just the um the time aspect, like like I I teach, I coach, I have four children at home, like I have a life that's already jam-packed. And right, then right. To, uh, to go to a club after all of that at 11 o'clock and don't leave until 2 or from 10 to 2 or whatever the time slot is. Like, it's that, that it's a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm tired a lot. <laughs> I'm tired a whole lot. I, I can imagine. It's some nights I'll walk into a club like, man, I do not feel like DJing tonight. And then I play that one song or those two songs and about five songs in, I'm in my zone. Like, I'm good. Yeah, man. That's, like you said, it's that high. You, you, you get right back into it. Yep. So what 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 grade do you teach? I teach tenth grade. Oh, bless you, bless you. Yeah, tenth grade English right now. Them high schoolers. Yeah. How many hoodies you see in class? Not as much uh, at the school I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, it's in a bit more of a suburban area. So, you know, you don't you don't see it as much. Um, but, I mean, kids are still the same pretty much. You still have the same kids that are lazy or, you know, not not as interested in, in learning as you uh, as you would want them to be. Right. At this at this high school, I will say there's a little bit more of a push uh, from the students to actually go to college. Um, like that's their goal. Like you, you know, you don't see a lot of kids that are looking to drop out. Uh, like I have at you know just uh, some of my previous campuses. Right. Yeah. So how how did you overcome the the confidence aspect in in your journey to become this uh, uh, superstar DJ? Yeah, I said uh, it. So what? I, I like I like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like I like the life you just spoke, man. But um, got you. Man, man, the biggest thing is just kind of like the people that are around me. Like my wife pushed me to do it. Like she was like, "Man, nigga, go do it." 
She gonna tell me straight like that, like, man, get up and go do it. And that was big, you know what I'm saying? To have that support in an industry where the first question people ask her is, Are you letting DJ? And you know, she was like, Yeah, like, yeah, shit. That's what he wanna do. Go do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then just, you know, the people that, that, that I mess with, like like my partner TJ, man, he he caught he called me rookie of the year, man. That that's his that's his name for me. And uh every time we see him, every time we talk, that's how he greet me. Hey, what's up, rookie of the year? Da, 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 da. And just people speaking that life, man. People like you, man, where you you know, we sat down last time I saw you and you spoke so much life into me, bro, and I was just like I was grateful. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I, I, I one thing about me, I'm not a, I'm not an arrogant person. I don't really speak uh, highly of myself in that way, where I'm full of myself. I'm confident. I'm, I'm a confident person, but I'm never gonna. I don't know, especially with something that I'm brand new at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm, I'm still. I don't know if I feel like I'm good, but yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what? And you're right. So you don't have to say it. So let other people say it for you. You good. Yeah, that's good. And that's how I've always been, man. If it's you, been in the comments. Tell me I'm good. You good. I don't, to, I don't have to walk around. I appreciate that, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, Got a question. My wife's uh, asking, how do you incorporate your, I believe she meant DJ, DJ skills and music and teaching? Uh, or do you? I mean, not not really DJing per se, but I mean, I'll throw a playlist on during class, you know, <laughs> while kids are working. Because I, the thing about kids these days, man, they they have to be like constantly stimulated. Like a lot of kids can't work in a silent room, like how we right, came up and right, it, it had right. to be dead quiet while you're working on this. A lot of kids can't work like that just because of these right here, these cell phones. Like they're constantly stimulated yeah. all day long. They have to have an air but uh, AirPod in, or they have to be watching a movie on their cell phone while they got the work in front of them. Like, I don't know why, but it is the way it is, and you know, you just kind of have to adapt as a teacher. So I'll throw some music on. I uh, got a. Uh, I can't really use title because they don't really have a lot of the clean versions. So I had to <laughs> get the Spotify going and turn on the, you know, turn off the explicit lyrics or play right, or right, something like that. But uh, it was so funny, man. Uh, when we started virtually last year, um, I would play like uh, my little Janae Iko or you know Summer Walker and all of that. Uh-huh. And it was one little girl in my class. She was like, "Coach Young, hey man, you be playing some jams, man. What you know about?" This? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, just you know, don't know. You play all the jams. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so how has how has DJing changed your life um it has brought a different confidence if you ask my friends they'll say I've changed <laughs> <laughs> I mean you a DJ now you gotta have that DJ swagger I, and you know what I think you have to have a, a, a swagger with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't... I, for me, I can't get up there and be unsure of myself. Like, right. I have to be confident while I'm up there because, I mean, if you're not, then what you doing? You know what exactly. I'm saying? That's when, you, exactly. that's when you start messing up and overthinking and whatever. When all it is is, all right, this song ain't working. All right, cool. Let me transition out of it. Let me get to something that they might like. Um... But yeah, that that's probably the biggest thing, man. It's kind of changed my confidence a little bit. That's good. That's that's confidence is is you you got to have confidence to 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 be a DJ. Yeah, like yeah. you said, you can make or break a spot. You walk up there and you play something ain't nobody want here. Yep. What is I've he doing? It. I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've seen it happen, and and I'll be like, man, come on. I be and I'll be rooting for. Him. Like I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in the spot and I'm like, man, they ain't really feeling this. 
Everybody <laughs> just kind of sitting down, talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. man. Where do you where do you draw the inspiration to keep going and growing? Uh, man, just the simple fact that man, music is always changing. Um, it's always a new way to put something together, and then. I'm I ain't been in it long. You know what I'm saying? So it, right. that, that right there is just drive enough to just keep going. Like for me to only have been DJing since for my first gig to have been in March and then I already have two, I guess, um residencies, mm-hmm. I guess you would call it. Yeah. Already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On on weekend nights. It's not like I'm at a yeah, small spots. Like these are big spots right right primetime weekends legacy on fridays be crazy sometimes faces on saturdays is nuts (laughs) (laughs) so like and you know and i'm looking it just makes me hungry for more like i want to do sunday fun day you know what i'm saying i want to have i I can't really do spots during the week just because you know i'm i teach and i coach and basketball season is like a few weeks away Right, so, right. Like, you know, my during the week stuff is yeah, that's kind of hit or miss. But weekends, I want my weekends to be full, man. And then I have private gigs. And, you know, I I, uh, I got two weddings. My first wedding's coming up on uh, in October uh, on okay. Halloween. So I'm excited about that. So just learning, like, the different avenues, too, because mobile DJing is different from club DJing. So, you know, you got to you got to kind of cater to you know your your where you where you are right you know right just learning learning the different things and just you know continuously trying new stuff and you know that's that's all a part of it yeah since we since you mentioned uh djs that don't know what they're doing my wife put it in the comments so i'm gonna bring it up so when we got married we had a dj who uh his 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 name was Nappy Cat. Yeah, I'm gonna call him out, Nappy Cat. <laughs> and and the age that you think come with a man named DJ Nappy Cat, that's exactly what it was. Nappy so, Cat. Nappy Cat. <laughs> so so the man set up his DJ equipment, right? And yeah. you know, you know standard DJ equipment. This man still had the machines where you put the CD in. And you press Q. Okay. So so he had a book of CDs, and he would press Q, oh, and it would automatically play. This was y'all's wedding DJ. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Oh, <laughs> so so so, needless to say, um, he did not know how to cater to the crowd, and it took yeah. it took all four of my groomsmen. They took turns keeping me from whooping his ass. I'm going to just... Because <laughs> they, they took turns keeping me from whooping his ass. They kept turning me around and giving me a drink, but they took turns. It was it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. So, yes, horrible DJs do exist. Yeah. It is it is a shame when you have to deal with them. Weddings are tough, though, man. Like, just... And I, I haven't DJed a wedding, but I, you know, I, I see what happens at weddings. Like, you got to be spot on for the first like hour or so of that reception because you know you got the entrance songs for the bride uh, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids and the bridal party then you got the first dance and like yeah, all of that stuff yeah. is like on a schedule but so also that's the part that I'm like all right if I I just got to make it through this part and then you're good and then just let me do me but see, this fool, we gave him the songs to play. He didn't play the songs that we gave him to play. <laughs> play this. When she walks in the door, play this song. He played. Yeah. So now, mind you, it's a wedding. Mm-hmm. A wedding. My wife is walk, walking in after we have the initial, after we had a wedding into the reception. And he plays single ladies. Nigga. Wait a minute. <laughs> Nigga. Single ladies. 
I mean, you liked it and put a ring on it, so maybe he just thought that it. Nah, he an idiot. That what he was. <laughs> and and he was drunk before before it started. He was drunk. Damn, man. And he was trying to hit on my cousin. That's tough. That's <laughs> he walk tough. in. He got his wife. We walk in. He got his wife beat on. I mean, what the? I'm just setting up. I'm gonna put my shirt on when he. Oh man! I'm telling you, they it all all four of them took turns. Keep that sound like his. That sound like his DJ name would be DJ Nappy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If if DJ Nappy, if whatever you think comes with that, that's yes. what it was. I got you. That's exactly what it was. You, 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 so the deep the name. How important was your name for you? It's. It, it was the most important because that's what everybody going to call you. That's what everybody's going to know you by. That's your, that's your calling card. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, like, and you think about like the, my favorite DJs in, around the city, like high C. Like that's a dope name. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it means. That's a dope all, I, name. all I know is we used to drink high C growing up. Hey man. But it's, it's live. Like I like it. I don't know right. where it came from, but it goes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? DJ uh DJ uh Mr. Rogers. Another one of my favorite DJs to listen to, man. Like that like it has to ring a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And uh like that was important to me. My um the <laughs> the people at the party that I that I the first party that I DJed on accident. Um, they was calling me. They was calling me Corey Jams. <laughs> they like, Corey Jams. That's gotta be it. I'm like, uh, I ain't really feeling that. You know yeah, saying? nah. I don't think Corey Jams have the same ring as Silk. So I'm like, yeah, yeah nah. nah man, I'm just rolling Silk. Like that's what everybody right, called me right. already. It's just it's it's a seamless transition. Cool. I ain't gotta do nothing different. Corey Jams sound like he worked with Nappy Cat. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like they a DJ team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Passing CDs back and forth. That's no, another thing. I don't know what my name would have been if my nickname around wasn't already Silk. I have no idea what I would have called myself. It'd have been it'd have been Silk probably because you know the, the 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 smooth transitions and all that. That that's it'd have been Silk. And if it wasn't, you'd have changed it. You'd have changed it by now. <laughs> Shit, that that another thing. About these damn CDs. See, she done brought this shit up and got me all fired up. Well, you got you got PTSD. Yeah. So <laughs> so you ask him for a song that he don't have, right? So the man had to download it. Yeah. Burn it to a CD. Uh yeah. And then play it. Now I've had to download songs like in the middle of a set. But, but, but know, downloading the song. Now you got the right equipment. It's digital. It's right there. Yeah, you ain't got to yeah. burn it to no C. You ain't got a a, a CD burner next Wait, to your. Where did y'all get married, man? Shit, two thousand and <laughs> shit. Why you ask me that right now? Ah, uh, drink. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tisha, get off the line. Eleven, two thousand eleven. Oh yeah, he should have had the new. Yeah, he could have. That's what I'm saying. It's not like we got married in '98. <laughs> it was 2011. This fool should have had some. Yeah. To call yourself a DJ. Yeah, man. He should have been punched in the mouth when he said he was a DJ. I'm on DJ. Sit down. No sir. No sir. <laughs> All right. So, what are two of your most important principles? It can be in life, it can be in teaching, in business, just two of your most important principles. Uh, one thing is never be entitled. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I forget who said it, but I kind of live by it a little bit. Like, entitlement robs you of hard work. Oh, that's good. Somebody <laughs> type that in the box. Because when you feel like something's owed to you, you're not really going to work for it. And when it don't happen, instead of working for it, you're just going to sit there and bitch about it. Right. So right. never be entitled and uh remain humble, man. Remain humble. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Don't don't, don't look don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Hey 
Hey, we just gonna have a whole new reset next year. <laughs> you got a good DJ now. Like, hey. I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a lot. Don't worry about that, okay? <laughs> I mean, we got to, we, hey, hey, next year we got a better DJ. Yeah, so, for sure. So, so, yeah, we got a better DJ next year. So, <laughs> ain't going to be no more napping caps. And I ain't worried about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to let that go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be able to let that go. You're going to create some new memories, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, do you have any advice for anyone that is starting or thinking about becoming a DJ? Man, find what you want to do as far as being a DJ. Like, if you want to do clubs, if you want to do private events, if you want to do both, you know what I'm saying? And, like, study the craft, man. Don't just get out there trying to playlist and, you know what I'm saying, just going from song to song. Like, teach yourself. Learn how to DJ because – you know, I ne I never want to disrespect the art of it because there's so many guys that, you know, do it and have done it for years at a high level. And, you know, you don't want to come in thinking that you just going to do something and, you know, you haven't worked at it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, that was that was really important to me is to, like, really learn how to DJ, mm -hmm. how to read a room, you know what I'm saying, how to get from one song to the next, how to work the mic. Like, that's still new for me. Like, I don't talk in front of people like that <laughs> and to get up there and have to you know what i'm saying almost hype a crowd up or but then you don't want to do it too much because right right so you know what i'm saying like finding that balance so that's that's my advice that i would give man learn how to do it that's great Put advice time in and in, in the private hours you know what i'm saying working on your craft that's great advice and and that and and like you said, you don't want to be talking too much, because some you know you, you got to stop the music so you can say what you want to say. Yeah. And then it'd be like, okay, man, play the song. We heard you. <laughs> yeah. And then learn learn different crowds too, man, because like that the like the crowd at Legacy is a it's an older crowd. Like everybody in there to kind of vibe out. Right. Right. Drink some scotch, whiskey, whatever your your preference, and chill. But then at a certain point, some people want to turn up a little bit, and you just got to kind of find that balance. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. A different club, it may be a whole different scene. So yeah, you just got to, you know, that, and that's where you just trial and error, and you learn. Yeah, yeah. So and go listen to other go listen to other DJs, and it's not even a thing of <clears throat> I'm trying to bite his style or copy what he does. It's like you just get inspired to do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. before I go to before I go to Legacies on Fridays, I always go to um I always go somewhere. And it's usually faces, uh, just because I, I like the DJs that DJ there. You know what I'm saying? My boy right. uh Codix, he's always the, he's the uh, happy hour DJ. He bring a different vibe and then around ten o'clock, uh DJ Sam I am, he roll in and he bring a different vibe. Mm -hmm. And you just kinda get that that uh, that little bit of inspiration or you just catch some energy and then I just take it to legacy and then I just it, it, you know it get me going to, to wanting to do right, right. yeah so when when you gonna smoke your next cigar and probably Friday <laughs> <laughs> probably Friday man I'm, I'm going good out, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of people been sold out of them I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see where I can find some. I'll find yeah, something to bring you one. Yeah. Now, what kind of whiskey you drink? Whiskey. <laughs> is that is that what you drinking, or you drinking scotch? No, it's it's whiskey right now. I just I drink whiskey right now. I drinking a uh, noble oak. Okay. It's real good. Um, it's it's really good with this random no name cigar that I got. It has a name. I just don't remember it. The guy told me I got it at um Garcella in. Dallas. So I don't I don't remember the name of it, but it's good. And it goes gotcha. well with it. Um I really like uh Basil Hayden. I like Woodford Reserve. I like I drink Scotch too. I got some Glen Levitt over there. Uh yeah. some Dewars. I got some Blantons over there. My my little bar is getting kind of light, so I gotta restock. But uh mm -hmm. I, I, I I I do just whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> right. It, well, it it almost don't matter. 
Right. So right, like right, I don't right. I don't go to the bottom shelf, you know. Yeah. When I walk into the liquor store, I'm not looking at that stuff. Let oh, with all the dust on, I'm not looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up a little higher. So yeah. what what's next for DJ Silk? Man, just keeping on going, man. Um looking for different opportunities, just keep myself out there. Uh just growing, man. Growing. You gonna you gonna do an album like uh the, like DJ Khaled, where you just yell a lot? Somebody asked me if I knew how to do that. Like, have I ever done that before? I'm like, man, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I mean, I mean you you make beats, right? I mean, I, it's like a hobby. It's not like a a thing where I do it all the time. I want to get more into it, so that may be my next um that may be my next little little adventure i guess you know learning how to do that but and i have i have some equipment to do it with so you know i just got to put the time in yeah it's all about putting that time in it's all about putting that time in um yeah anybody got any questions any questions any more questions uh if not and i really appreciate you accepting my invitation oh for sure man i appreciate it man Oh, yeah, man. I really appreciate that. One more time, tell them your name and your Instagram handle and where they can find you at. DJ Silk. Uh, Instagram is yo.dj.silk. Um, you can find me at Legacy on Fridays after live music, probably like 11 to 2. And uh, every Saturday at Faces from uh, 10 to 2 a.m. Y'all heard it. DJ Silk. And you might see me randomly at another place filling up with somebody else. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong hey, with I'm that. I'm done that too, man. Like that too. <laughs> you get to you get to try stuff out without you, you can if they don't like it. What's your name? Nappy Cat. That's what you do. And if they like it, what's your name? DJ Seal. You see, see, you got it out for sure. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. We'll we'll see you around. We'll see you around that legacy, man. Already, man. Y'all have a good night. Thank y'all for spending some time in the Herpador with us.